0: Welcome to the Enlighten Up Podcast. I am your host, Nicole Frolick and I invite you to cozy up with me each week as I explore all aspects of the spiritual journey, spiritual biohacking, and expanding the mind beyond this reality. Remember that the collective awakening can start by planting one seed. So thanks for being such an amazing audience and sharing these shows with your family and friends. So without further ado, let's jump right into the episode and find out what we're discovering today. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Enlighten Up podcast. Really glad to have you all here with me tonight. I have a returning guest who is no stranger to the show and I'm really happy to have Matthew Mornian back who is a multi-dimensional energy healer and intuitive reader. specializes in the clearing balancing and removal of negative energetic manifestations from the body his current mission is to assist with healing the human body and our collective consciousness through the activation of the expanding multidimensional intuitive healing abilities that exist within each of us hey Matt welcome back how are you
1: good really really good it's weird out here in LA but life goes on we are doing good how how are you doing
0: um, I'm good. You know what, I'm just so excited to jump into this conversation because you and I were having a wild chat before we went live and we have so much to talk about and I think it'll be interesting to hear from everyone in the chat. Um, for everyone who's in the chat, Matt, do you want to take questions later on the show?
1: Absolutely, totally.
0: Okay, so for everyone who is in the chat, um, if you have a question, type question in cap locks, and then what your question is, and I'll know that you're wanting to ask Matt a question.
1: But- feel free to make it as weird as possible.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Sorry. Sorry to just throw that in there. I just threw it in there.
0: Go 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 wild, guys. Go wild. So we're going to talk about so much today. We're going to talk about the energies because they've been a little freaky. And uh, Matt did an incredible energy healing on me last week, which I'm so grateful for. We're going to talk. A little bit about um, some of the stuff that's been going on and also planetary liberation, timelines, latent intuitive abilities coming online. We're going to talk about all of that. Where do you want to start, Matt? Like, where should we go? Because we were talking about so much fun stuff.
1: Yeah, I I don't know. I would say the energy of the moment, the vibe that everyone's been encountering the last few days, or I guess we could say the intensity for some of us, though, maybe lack of intensity just over the past few days has been really, really wild. Just as we came in, we were both talking about this sort of sensation around the head, but, but yeah, a, a lot of stuff, A lot of stuff going on. Um, so, yeah, I, well, yeah. let's let's kind
0: of jump into that because um, you know the energies have been a little interesting. Even in my alchemy group, um, in our Discord chat, people were just talk, literally talking about it a couple hours before we went live about uh, some of the things that they've been feeling. For me. I well Sunday particularly I hit an energy wall around lunchtime and I'm on mountain time and it just it just hit me and and I I lost all my energy and I was super high in energy I had to lie down I had to go I had to be in bed for a few hours and then since yesterday I've had this very odd headache which I never get headaches it's almost like a um, It's it's like this very kind of subtle vibratory tingling all around my head, nothing super painful, but it's making itself known. It's there.
1: Totally. Totally. And like to
0: me, that feels it feels very third eye to me, um, because I know there's been so much happening with my third eye lately and you were mentioning before we um started the chat that there's it has to do with the chakra system there's a secondary chakra system that is kind of activating right now you want to go into that
1: totally totally yeah this is in my opinion it's actually one of the most important things that we can be made aware of at least when it comes to understanding sort of the senses and the intensity and the kind of craziness that everybody is getting right now and it's not just you know we could say something like a chakra system it's a multitude of other things in the body but when you guys are seeing like the intensity and the craziness in people's eyes and that wild sort of like polarity trigger that everyone has right now that um, a lot of that stuff, not all of it, but a tremendous amount of it has to do with these sort of what I would call like the energetic layers of the body. And along with the chakra system, there's this whole other layer of energy centers that will loosely refer to them as chakras. I don't even know if they behave specifically in the way that we are taught that chakras are because I think one of the things that happens with fourth density is every element of the internal human body begins to just work a little bit differently and so On on a mass level right now what we are experiencing is an activation of certain areas in the body and I would say three in general But the one that we were talking about before we came in here is probably the most palpable for people to experience And a lot of it will have to do with solidity around the sides of the head Some people have this feeling it's sort of like a ring Some people talk about how they feel like they have like this invisible hat on or a helmet Other people get these buzzing feelings or even these little, and this is where it gets weird for some of us, sometimes it's like worms or they'll get this sensation of energy that kind of moves Mm. around the side of the head. And so um, it could be a number of things, but one of the things we're finding is that there's these things that I call the multidimensional portal chakras in sort of classical, you know, uh, Teachings—they call them the causal chakras. In my opinion, though, I think that, that it's it's just a very—it's not the correct term. I believe they're actual multidimensional portals that begin to spin and open up around the sides of the human body. Um, we see this depicted in Renaissance art. In the old days, they would talk about, oh, well, you know, that's the halo, and it was it was it was meant to number one. Uh, possibly signal an open crown chakra, but it also signals activation of what is essentially etheric machinery or sort of like devices that begin to interact with the human body through this ascension process. And I know I'm going on a long rant here, but when I say things like, you know, machinery, people get a little bit weird. What it actually is, is the level to which your human energy is beginning to interact outside of the human body so it's not like there's some technology interacting with us it's human technology that is being activated and i can go way more into that but i will i will pause there i believe that a lot of that sort of structural feelings that we're getting around the head is tied to some of that i hope that makes sense i know that was a lot (laughs)
0: Yeah. Okay. So how, how is that happening then? What is causing us to interact more with these energetic portals alongside the body? Like what's, what's like, what's the catalyst for that? Or what's the inspiration behind that actually going into effect?
1: Well, I would say once again, there are many. And anytime I think people ask these questions, they're like, well, what's the actual reason? Why is this happening? I'm kind of a weirdo in that, like, I like to stress that there are a multitude of reasons for each and every person. And so I believe the overall act, the, the, the sort of overall process that we are in, is what I call one of the lower octaves of fourth density. The stage in which the additional layers of our body start to activate. So other people call it ascension. Other people call it the dimensional shift. But um, it's something that is, in my opinion, being directly suppressed by the weird control matrix that we're having placed upon us right now, especially when it comes to deoxygenation of the population through the use of masks. Because one of the things we're noticing, especially with respect to the expanded mental abilities that many of us are also kind of opening up to, is that it's entirely dependent upon the level of oxygen, chi, hydration in the body on levels that are way, way different than they were in the past. And so, you know, once again, it's a multi, it's a multi-layered thing. But, um, yeah.
0: Oh, interesting. Okay, so... Yeah, I could see, definitely see how those who are having to wear masks um, all day, you know, whether they're kids in school or people at work, uh, are really having to, to wear those, how that completely limits the amount of oxygen that you're getting. I mean, just being in Mexico last month where it was superhuman and having to wear it for moments, I couldn't believe how hard it was to breathe um, after a while. And so you believe that this is at least one of the avenues that the, uh, the dark matrix, so to speak, is using to suppress the, I guess you could call it the activation liberation of these portal systems within our energy field.
1: I think that the mask is kind of one of the most obvious day-to-day elements of an overall thing and I'm very careful not to be one of those people that does like the anti-mask shaming that like well like the reason why you're like this is you know I'm totally not one of those people I understand it's like a control matrix thing that has been put in place for many of us and so I'm not here to say, well, you know, like you're wearing this thing on your face and therefore your chakras aren't expanding. Not at all. <laughs> yeah. but it, is, it is It is. one subtle element of an overall control matrix that is being used to systematically over a multi-year timeline kind of dumb down or in some cases, and we could, and you know, this is another crazy can of worms, also reverse the sort of sexual dominance of certain, you know individuals i mean there's such a tremendously detailed kind of like matrix thing that's happening right now it's it's not it's not just the max or excuse me it's not just the mask it's this multi-layered thing and so um i believe it's just part of what's happening right now at this fourth density shift in order to get us to buy into this really wild transhumanism timeline in which we literally give all of the power that we have left away to like whatever that is and so at the risk of going on a really long rant i will pause there but um yeah. I hope that makes sense.
0: Oh yeah. Okay. So I want you to go into some detail about what you just brought up, like go into the sexual dominance shift that's happening. Like oh, we'll, totally. go into more detail
1: about that. Totally. Um, well, it kind of ties in to a number of things on one level on a in direct level, it ties into this uh, this phenomenon of alliances, groupings, and new orders that are coming into place on the earth plane, and that people are gathering like together and forming new brotherhoods, new sort of, uh, I'll just say groups for the time being. One of the tasks of the soul groups on the earth plane right now is to heal, to reawaken, and to reform for what a lot of us is the sacral chakra, the root chakra, and also the solar plexus chakra, the lower chakras in the human body right now need to be reformed and healed. And what we're finding is one of the most potent areas for oppression, for implantation, for the fracturing of the you know the male-female union-like principle in the body is the sacral chakra. And so mm-hmm. for a lot of us right now, we are coming out from under generations and generations of sexual misery programming shame that has been implanted in the body and so one of the things that we're being tasked to do as a soul group right now and i know many other people are aware of this as evidenced by all the other groups that were doing sacral chakra healings out of nowhere over the past few months i don't know about you but i've been seeing them all over the place there's like a collective thing that's happening in which we're we're, we're sort of healing this element of you know our our collective energy but um Anyway, at the risk of going on a long rant, I believe that we are being called at this stage of the game to heal our co-creative abilities so that we can reform this timeline and essentially take our power back as humans. And so I hope that didn't go on too far. But no, like, and
0: just so you know, Kathleen says to continue ranting. She, she wants to hear it. Well,
1: <laughs> so- oh, thank you.
0: Your rants are welcome here on the um, show. I
1: have to like edit myself because I'll just like go, okay, and this and this and this. So, yeah.
0: No, anyway, it's, it's okay. while well, you're dropping some great information. So yeah, the co-creative um, abilities are so heavily tied to our sexual powers. It makes a lot of sense that, um, you know, that that's, that's been happening, that that's being activated. And people are being called, like you said, through these soul groups to heal, activate, um, those areas more within us. You know, when I was up in the mountains a couple of weeks ago and I had that experience where I felt like the water frequencies were working with my body. And then I had this apparition of a shaman working with the energy saying in the river, all the energy, even though it was coming through my ear sound wise, I, I felt it in my sacral sh- uh, chakra. There was a lot of release and it was healing and release energy because of the movement of the direction of the energy. So it makes a lot of sense. I feel like, too, I'd be curious to know what your thoughts are on this, is um, what are your thoughts on the uh, ancestors of the land working with our soul groups right now to help facilitate us in this timeline shift?
1: Well, I think that is totally real. And I and I believe it is probably happening, or at least the uh, what we would call the connectivity with those soul groups is happening on such a greater level. I believe it also ties into just this the the uh, phenomenon or rather the the stage in which all of that hidden knowledge, all of the ancient knowledge, all of those cords that sort of tie us to those soul groups or those previous versions of us, or maybe in your case, you know, groups of elemental shaman, all of those beings and all of those networks are now in much, much greater are, we have just much greater access to those and I think there are people on you know the earth plane right now that are getting like contacted that are opening up that are experiencing in dreams and visions and just sort of downloads and synchronicities this you know just these these pieces of info about their abilities or what they're meant to do or this ancestral energy like in your case you know maybe it was clearing an element of your body to help you move forward in certain areas of whatever you were called to do but um, I believe, yes, we are interacting with elemental soul group energies that will be individual to each of us, meaning that each of us in our own sort of what we would call like the guide entourage, you know, because everyone pretty much at this stage, we accept that, you know, we have spirit guides or what one might, you know, perceive as, you know, other consciousnesses. But in many cases, this is a revolving door of ancestors, friends, beings, burdens of you that are totally cognizant and aware of what you are doing on this earth plane. And so I believe we are also entering the stage in which the elemental sort of versions of us or the elemental spiritual entourage is now back. And so I hope that makes sense, but it is absolutely real. So,
0: yeah, I'm kind of seeing, um, in my mind, I'm being shown like this uprising of all of the, um, All of these spiritual energies, uh, the unseen typically to the human eyes, are really rising up to work collectively with those of us who are getting highly activated at this time. Cause I'm seeing it, I'm seeing it just through the comments on my videos. I'm seeing it in all, all of you who are in my alchemy group, um, major intuitive stuff is turning on for them. And, uh, I'm curious like with you and your clients and everyone in your groups, like what are you seeing? Like what are some of the things that are really prominent coming online for people?
1: It's a good question. Thank you. I, I, I I would say one of the first skills that we on a collective level tend to notice and it doesn't necessarily even tie into what's happening currently right now but I would say just as a whole when the human body begins to activate its intuitive abilities we tend to start with things like clairsentience which is the ability you know to feel other people's emotions or to physically in certain cases physically feel energy but most of us will identify clairsentience in a very, very kind of strange way because we will walk into the room as children and we get this horrible feeling or we get this amazing feeling and we we completely, we are never given the tools to understand that those feelings that we get are actual abilities. And so what I've noticed in the clients that I've had over the past few months is number one, clairsentience, which for a lot of us, for those of you guys that are watching, where does that come from in the body? Um, well, I believe it begins within the solar plexus chakra. If you want to go in the chakra system, if you want to go into the meridian system, I believe that clairsentience is a combination of energy between the small intestine. I believe it also has to do with the spleen meridian. And then one of the most overlooked places on the human body for sensing energy, the pericardium and the pericardium meridian. Um, I believe when those, when, those, when those pathways and those energy centers begin to activate, we start to pick up and feel other people's emotions in really, really crazy ways. The other thing, um, well, actually, there's another even more important center, but we will get to that later. Um, the, the other thing that I think is happening is cognizance, which is a little bit more limited in the body with respect to, I guess we could call the physical workings. And a lot of us right now are having that activated as one of their primary skills. And that's very, very gut related. It's small intestine, large intestine, it's vagus nerve uh, related. And so I would say claircognizance, clairsentience. But those are also the most easily confused because a lot of us will be getting these these sort of signals. And I guarantee this happens with you and many other people, myself included. We will encounter people on social media right now, because that's one of the most common places where you see people, right? We encounter them on social media and you'll look at a person and you just know something and we're like, what, How, I, I don't know, what, I don't know, but the reality is at this stage in the game, that is one of the most commonly disregarded instincts because we have the ability to receive an actual recording or, like a, or it's like this piece of information that will be downloaded into you immediately upon interfacing with someone's energy. Um, and so, anyway, not to go on a whole other weird thing, but yeah, that is a real thing. People are experiencing it on a daily basis, so.
0: Okay. So this is very interesting and I completely agree with you. Uh, you, you know, you brought up how the solar plexus, the small intestine, it's all kind of, you know, with pericardium and different meridians. Two questions. One, one of the things I've been noticing and actually I was talking to a girlfriend today and actually two girlfriends today, um, that One of the things I've noticed in my small intestine lately has been like, it's almost like it's vibrating in one section. Like it's spasming, vibrating. It's weird. And, um, it comes and goes, but have you experienced that? Like with any of your Mm -hmm. clients or what is that all about?
1: Well, I would say, first off, it depends on what area of the abdomen and I know we're lower left. Oh, you know what's crazy? Wow, it's wild. I was actually gonna I was gonna say yes. Is it on the lower left? Um, I would say when it when it when it comes to the actual physical anatomy of the intestine, I believe there is some sort of a valve or some sort of like a buildup area which many people will experience kind of like miasmatic energy blockage on the lower left. But more importantly, outside of the physical realm, um, there's this thing called J seals, which is always a really crazy can of worms to open up because there, there are many terms and many ways to describe this, but other people will call them um, crucifixion implants, depending on what ascension school you subscribe to. Some people call them death seals, stuff like that. But what are they really? What are they really? They are genetic kind of uh, energetic blockages that exist throughout the entirety of our population. If you're a human being here born on the earth plane, it's my opinion that you will have this sort of what we call the J-Seal architecture installed in the human body. And what we find is there are sort of standardized blockages that will exist for some reason along the left side of the body. Um, One of them tends to go along the left side of the head near the pineal gland. Another one tends to rest down near the back of the neck on the left side another one goes right down in the chest to the left side of the heart Um, another one goes near the spleen and then the one you're talking about which is just my guess here so only take it with a grain of salt but um it goes right down in the psoas muscle in the hip and it will cause this sort of radiating uh feeling and some people um one side of the body will begin to move up the other will move down will experience weird blockages toward intimacy it does all kinds of wild things to the body the good news is they're totally uh, releasable, not necessarily something that I think you can remove from the body, but there's like certain areas that have to be energetically sort of cleaned over the course of the life cycle. And so um, you could be experiencing J-Seal stuff. You could also just be experiencing, you know, buildup in the gut, but like, what does that feel like to you? I know that was a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, the seal thing um, actually uh, resonates with me. I feel that, um, It just, it feels like it's always in the same spot and it feels like it's at the end of of the small intestine. And um, it's almost like the spasm. It's a spasm almost. And it's only in that one spot. And it hasn't happened too much lately. And I'm wondering if it's really reduced since I've had that experience up in the mountains. Um, So, okay, then also the solar plexus. For activating people's intuitive abilities when it comes to claircognizance, yeah. why is it the why is it the solar plexus that's so tied in?
1: That's a very good question. I wonder. I wonder why is it why is the solar plexus? I would say, for one one possible reason is, and and, and this might be one of my weird intricacies. I don't know if other people have noticed this. I'm praying somebody else has. But when I sort of peer into the energy of people's chakras, for me. I will notice that there it's 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 like this swirl or like a multi-part stream of all these energies. And one of the things that I have found about the solar plexus, and I know a lot of other people have too, is that there seems to be one side that will pertain to each, you know, like the mother side and the father side. So there's almost like two halves of an energy center, and mixed in the middle of that is like this weird series of like it's like past frequencies, it's like ancestral stuff. Um, It's all sorts of like weird family of origin programs. We will find literal phrases inside people's solar plexus. Like when I do work on them, like people will say phrases or there'll be like a specific memory that will sort of hang out around there. Now, the reasons why those things gather there, I don't actually know, but I think it has a lot to do with that being one of the, the sort of junction points for the movement of conscious energy through the human energy system. And one of the things we notice is that when the solar plexus is activated, um, it totally changes the way in which we, we not only receive, but project information. And that's, this is where it gets weird because it tends to change not necessarily how we just feel it, but how we speak as well. And that's because I think we're also discovering with the secondary chakra system is that there is a direct link from the solar plexus to the throat Mm. Um, and so you know for some reason just within human energetic anatomy they put this one thing right here that seems to have an effect on everything else above it and so um, I guess that's why they call it the seat of our personal power if you want to get technical but um, yeah fascinating
0: so, no, actually, I got a download while you were talking um, that made sense. Uh, as you were talking, I understood it more. The reason why it's connected to the solar plexus is because of our remembrance, our identity, a remembrance of who we are, connected to the Claire, um, cognizant of. Um, So, it's about being able to traverse all time and space and going into the knowing of the past, the future, and the current moment. And when you were talking about the ancestral energies, that really kind of hit home and brought that download in further.
1: Oh, I like that. Thank you. Yeah. Very much so.
0: Very cool. Very cool. Um, So what are you seeing right now as, um, energetically also through the collective, the people, um, what are you seeing through planetary liberation right now?
1: I love that question. Well, let's see how to best say this. Wow. Let's get weird. Um, What am I seeing I am seeing a whole group of individuals in a soul group all across the earth plane being reactivated I said this in the group we did a few days ago for those of you guys that end up seeing this hello once again but yes this is the stage of the game in which literally the someone comes and knocks on the door and they're like hello miss uh, Nicole frolic yes. uh, your world needs you, your country needs you, this realm needs you, reactivate, come back on, remember who you are. We are being called at this stage literally to remember what it is that we chose to do in 2020 when this crazy like control matrix fell, when we were right at the last stages of that crazy dimensional shift and tipping the scales because the reality is, if you and I are having this conversation, it has already happened it has already taken place the fact that we are even able to have this conversation says that the timeline has already occurred and so what are we doing right now and this is you know this, maybe this is just matthew and you know my own weird world we are remembering what it is we were called to do and one of the ways we do that is by gaining knowledge of the human energy system clearing our chakras clearing our meridians understanding with true clarity in the human body suddenly these weird things start happening and we're like oh you know it turns out i'm really good at this or i was meant to do this or suddenly my life takes this weird turn or you know or maybe we remain exactly where we were but with a whole new layer of awareness Um, i believe that when we talk about things like you know disclosure ascension whatever you want to call it we are creating it but it starts with remembering and how do we do that at this stage one of the easiest ways is to gather together and activate the human energy system with others because it's something that we've done in civilization after civilization after civilization. So here at the sort of repeats of what was once the fall of Atlantis, we are now recreating a whole new timeline. And so, you know, I know that's a lot for some of you guys that'll be watching, but really we are being called into service to save this planet because no one else is going to do it. The aliens are never going to open up a portal and the blue avians are going to roll through and be all, what's up, bro? You guys need it. No one's ever going to do that. We have to create it, you know, for ourselves. And and yes, I know I'm being, you know, kind of sarcastic when I say that, but every day I look on social media and people are like, when the solar flash happens, it's going to be all over. And it's like, you guys we're the solar flash
0: ah uh, yes and i got that i've got that download um a, a while ago about like the solar flash is literally happening within you it's the awakening of you yes. and um it's not like some mass event that goes across the planet although and i would
1: love if it did i know
0: be- it'd be really it'd be really cool it'd be way cooler than anything we've seen in hollywood uh but it's yeah, but what it's if interesting. we're wrong
1: though and that is what happened <laughs> sorry to cut you off and they're like literally on the other side of the portal, these beings are like, come on, you guys, what, what? You know? And we're like, oh, it's not even real. And they're like, oh, you know, anyway, sorry. You
0: like shouldn't have had that last drink. <laughs>
1: um,
0: no, but I completely, so I completely agree with you. I think it's important more than ever that we're coming together in groups and we're, we're um, like, you know, whether it's you finding your soul tribe, getting involved online, getting involved in groups, um, whether it's in actual person um, or not, that is so important because it's true. I find the more I hang out with people who are activating, the more it activates me and then I feel like I'm activating others, like it's this domino effect. It's like we're almost like holding the keys for one another.
1: Oh, I believe it. We we truly are. I started a very, very important group just here recently known as the Blue Flame uh, Collective um, of individuals who are literally gathering together for that purpose every month and I, I, I think that in that space in that group space at this stage and you know granted we still can't really do it in the physical but those that are able to continually sync up to synchronize your energy and even to go through self-improvement you know like protocols whether it be healings or like mass like meditations or just group clearing exercises which is primarily what I do um, the effects are exponentially greater. I mean, in my opinion, if you're like, if you're seeking a truly transcendent experience, we need to gather together and start to like really, really sink our energy because there's this crazy magic that happens. Um, I think we had, I think we had nearly 50 people with us just a few days ago, going through a very, very unique process to open up that sacral chakra, to open up the throat and the solar plexus chakra. And so I know I'm not the only one that is doing it, but in my opinion, that's one of the ways we can truly shift human energy at this stage.
0: Yeah. Well, and and it makes sense considering all of the um, information and uh, I guess people really kind of bringing voice to those who've been sexually abused, trafficked, um, the children... Uh, that that makes sense. That we actually do do clearing through our own sacral area because of the repressed energy of the traumas sexually.
1: Absolutely. mm mm-hmm. really. um, yeah, Question
0: here, uh, Kathleen. It was cute actually. I just got to scroll back up to it. Um, she said, "Who's just coming to knock on the door? Our ancestors or our spirit guides?" <laughs>
1: Maybe it's all of them. Yeah. Maybe- <laughs> Maybe it's the DIA. You never know. But anyway.
0: Oh my gosh. So, okay. Let's get into the timelines a little bit here. What are you noticing in a sense of timelines collapsing, timelines splitting? What are your own first personal experiences with timelines right now in this current time?
1: Thank you. Good question, and and I will start by saying it is such a subjective and overused and compl- it's it's almost like a it's like a platitude at this stage in like timelines timelines right. It's like everyone's talking about it. Does anyone actually know what they are, how they work? Not really. But uh, I would say in my world, the way Matthew identifies a timeline would be an experiential wavelength of existence. However, when we whittle it down into, you know, something that we could, you know, make into a metaphor, like an example, it's sort of like a radio station that the human mind, body, spirit complex tunes into. And what we find is when we tune into those radio stations or those frequencies, it has a direct effect over the way things play out in the physical realm. And so when we talk about timelines, once again, this is my opinion. It's not like we're, you know, we're not getting in a time machine or like a, uh, what was the car? Like the... um, It went from Back to the Future, whatever that thing was. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're not getting in that. What we're doing is shifting the vibration of the human mind-body-spirit complex into a new wavelength of being. And so um, I think that we experience timeline shifts you know on actually a daily basis literally with every single decision choice with the thoughts with the alignments with the way and like the behaviors that we choose to play out and so on an individual level we are making these timeline choices every single day but on a collective level i think that things might be working a little bit differently because while a lot of us understand that there are infinite timelines meaning just you know an infinite you know way in which any situation can you know sort of I believe we are also working with sort of several, and I know it's always dangerous to, you know, like quantify, but several highly crystallized, or we could say highly formed, kind of loosely agreed upon timelines. And so right now, a lot of us are looking at this sort of like control matrix transhumanism timeline, and I think there's many different versions of that that are sort of running at the moment. Uh, People like Jason Estes have a much, much clearer way of explaining it. He calls it the chaos timeline, which I think is a really good way to sort of like describe it because what we're seeing right now is the ability for us to exist on both. And by both, I mean sort of like the, the sort of upper ascended wavelengths and also like the chaotic realm at the same time. And so it's almost like we're saying at this stage it doesn't matter what timeline you're on because we are all existing in all of them simultaneously it's more about where we put our focus where we put our alignment where we're buying into you know the energy that we're putting into stuff and tying it back to the sacral chakra I believe that's one of the most potent energy centers in the human body for the creation of timelines because that's our that's the fire of our like creative ability so um, I don't know if that answered the question or made it more Yeah,
0: no, I, I, I agree with you. I think it work moment to moment, every choice, every thought, every word we're choosing. Um, we're interacting with various timelines and what I've been getting the information that I've been receiving is that, um, depending on where you're at and how much you've been engaging or disengaging with certain uh, narratives and things like that, is that you're starting to crystallize um, more of a, a certain timeline than not. So the fluctuation isn't as um, extreme. And that doesn't mean you may not experience bleed through from lower timelines or even higher timelines, but that you're starting to, there, at least there are certain groups of us that are crystallizing um certain timelines more so now through the repetitive healing actions desire to um bring your awareness to self uh and and heal that so that you're in total control of the creation of that timeline that you choose to experience in this moment
1: yeah i agree i i I, this is a little bit of a theory but i think that over the past few months a large group of us here on the earth plane people maybe I know myself I'll just speak for myself. I know myself and many others made a had made a predetermined choice to remain in what some of us will call the chaos timeline for a period of time while another large you know large soul group is actually you know maybe on another wavelength myself and many others made a choice to re-enter the chaos timeline for the express purpose of mobilizing and helping all those individuals who had not yet made the sort of fourth density polarization choice to really give people a chance to jump onto this sort of ascension timeline. I think that we are here right now healing and clearing all those people who are unaware, all those people who have still not awakened, and not in totality. What we're doing is clearing like the collective wounds and i think that's why a lot of us have these blockages in the sacral chakra blockages in the upper chakras because it's not necessarily just ours one of the things that happens at the you know like the start of fourth density is that we start sharing energy on this crazy 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 level and so some of us here existing on the chaos timeline right now are here for the express purpose of teaching those others how to clear not only that individual but the collective energy Um, And so, you know, I don't know if that makes sense, but I believe that's part of our mission right now. We are not only clearing ourselves, but it's everything on the earth plane. And my hope is that we can reach, you know, what some people call that like critical mass or, you know, like whatever that, you know, uh, what's the uh, percentage, you know, that they talk about. Like, as soon as we get to this number, then, you know, like we tip the scales. Maybe that's what we're doing by remaining here on the chaos timeline this. I don't know about you, I feel like we're on the chaos timeline. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, like, open up your Facebook timeline. There it is, chaos.
0: And oh, my God.
1: Mm-hmm. Facebook is the epitome
0: of the chaos ta- timeline. 1,000%.
1: <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah.
0: Oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah, and 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 I completely agree with you. I think you're spot on there with a lot of that. And it's, you know, like, I think the other, t- the other thing, too, that you mentioned there is that, you know, we're not just clearing ourselves, but we're clearing other things. But in order to help clear other things, you need to be a clearer vessel. So focusing on your own clearing is of the utmost importance. It's like that whole thing. You, you can't help others until you've helped yourself. And um, the, more, the more that we do within our own selves, the more available uh, and, uh, we are and stronger we are to assist um, those around us, the environment, the planet itself, all of that. Um, So there was a question here from Greg way at the beginning. Let me just scroll right up there. He said, um, will energetic ties that have been cut repeatedly ever stay cut?
1: Will energetic ties that cut repeatedly ever stay cut? That's a very good question. In some cases, yes, you will only ever have to do it once. In many cases, and this is where we almost which is a very good tie back into the idea of the lower octaves of fourth density and sharing for many of us you guys at this stage just by sitting there pondering wistfully about another person is going to reintegrate that thread or that like connection and so yes we can clear cut cords with people over and over and over again but there will be residues there will be elements there will be programs there will be you know, where we get weird like literal phrases and codes within the human body that will also be pertaining to that person. And so, you know, sometimes we will only ever have to do it once. But for many of us, it's sort of like an ongoing process. For some of us, it's like a health regimen that we will like continue to do as things arise. We sort of feel these old themes or these connections or these triggers or these previous associations with people and I know a lot of us are getting this right now by encountering others that we will instantly, what's the word I'm looking for, project our previous trauma upon other people in these really interesting ways that I think has kind of taken an uptick recently with all like the, uh, what's the word, political drama that's been happening. And so, yeah, like the cord cutting thing is, it's, it's a very multi-layered process that I think for each of us, depending on the situation, depending on the subject matter, depending on the relationship, <clears throat> excuse me, Uh, Also, you know, past life or, you know, other life like connections. It's a it's a very, very complicated thing that, you know, for each of us is different. So I don't know if that answers it once again, or makes it more complicated. but um, Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, that's, that's great. And I want to say to um, Alara, one foot and 5D in the, in this, in the chat, thanks so much for sharing all of Matthew's links um, to his website oh, and his you. YouTube and, you and all of that. I have thank
1: you. access to the chat. So I'm like, yeah, I know. Matt has- <laughs>
0: <laughs> <you>. I'm his <laughs> portal into the YouTube chat right now. No, I love um, it. I love thank it you. Too. Thank you, sweetie. And I am so looking forward to Sedona 2020 as well. Greg says, thank you for that answer. He said it was excellent, Matt. Um, Thanks for the question, Greg, and for anyone else um, in the chat, just let me know if you have any questions you want to ask Matthew. Um, You know, Matt, can we go into more about this, you know, what you're seeing as what uptick have you noticed on an energetic level of how the um, dark matrix control system is being leveraged against us? with this that. uprise in, um, you know, the activations and all of that.
1: I love it. Um, well, somehow I don't know if this will answer your question once again or make it more complicated, but I believe that the vast majority, and it's always a dangerous thing to say, the vast majority of what we are seeing with respect to this darkness or the oppression that we are seeing has to do with a very old concept known as the Wetico. It was a term coined by the Algonquin tribe of northern Canada long, long ago. And what they talk about is a parasitic hive mind frequency, a literal mind virus that infects the minds of men, creating this sort of contagious, hyper-vigilant, ultra-narcissistic, and somehow cannibalistic wavelength that tends to just overtake human consciousness, all under the guise of right action and appropriateness. And so I believe that on a large level, what we're seeing with the political violence with the insanity in you know the upper echelons of the blood cult that runs america what we're seeing within the 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 sort of dying rotting being that we used to call hollywood and what we're also seeing within the 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 sort of candy coated false light ascension groups is we are seeing essentially a multi-layered mind virus that overtakes people's consciousness and causes us to buy into this sort of hive mind thing um, I believe it's 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 one of the early stage offshoots of the, the sort of transhumanism timeline in which through uh, eventual technological methods we will create what is essentially a false version of the social memory complex um, and so on the flip side of that on the other side I believe we also have the organic version of that that is building and taking place although at a much slower level in the human body right now and Many of us are experiencing that organic version of that change through our own abilities that are starting up. Things like uh, um, the stuff we were talking about earlier, clairvoyance, claircognizance. Um, a lot of us are beginning to channel or open up sort of abilities to speak or use our guidance in different ways. And so there's there's kind of two sides of that coin. And it's interesting because we're on the equinox today. Um, but there is there is an equal part of that like dark control matrix and also the organic ascension process occurring um and so yeah once again i don't know maybe that was a non-answer
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I I, no like, like, your rants are great what am i are talking great. about
1: at this stage i think it's this okay yeah that makes <laughs> sense go with that but Anyway.
0: no i think your rants are great uh and and curious also what are your um what are your thoughts or uh perceptions Ideas on this because this is something that I've been given. That there is obviously we've got crazy hyperpolarization of energies right now, hyperpolarization. However, if you can find neutrality and not engage in the hyperpolarization, you can actually use the hyperpolarization energies to your advantage to ride a wave of intuitive ability activation.
1: Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that emotional reactivity for a lot of us. Um, and you know, this is one of my weird terms. I call it the bait signal. The it's what is a bait signal. Let me explain on the fourth density, energetic plane, the currency or the fragrance or the feeling or the essence of Deeply polarized human emotion is incredibly attractive. It's incredibly visible. You can imagine it's sort of like a very, very bright fire in a dark forest. And if you were in the dark forest and you saw that bonfire, you'd be like, man, let's go check it out. And so there are a host of beings, a host of energy, some conscious, some just parasitic, kind of like fleas, that will sort of gather around those great uprisings of human emotion. And so most of them will come very close to it and they'll just sort of burn off like a moth. But there are others, you know, like in that dark forest, there are the predators and the predators will show up and exacerbate and sort of use and sort of extract that energy. Um, and so, I, you know, I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah, human emotion is, is one, of the, one of the most powerful, powerful substances on the astral And What's weird is I've already lost the essence of that original question, so you might have to tell <laughs> me.
0: So, okay, so knowing all of that, knowing mm-hmm. how high that that is because it does become like a louche in mm-hmm. many ways um but it's also for lack of a better term a louche for us to utilize in activating our own intuitive abilities if we yes. remain in neutrality
1: absolutely thank you for kind of bringing me back there so one of the one of the points on the human body that we can start to work with to release our emotional reactivity or rather, one of the pathways in the body that will sort of hold pressurized emotions. A lot of us have that right now. After you know, like a month or two or a few weeks, we have this like <gasps> this like just this thing that happens. I get it. Like a lot of us do the triple warmer or triple heater meridian. And you'll know where it is. There's an interesting, there's a few points right around the ear. But what we're finding is that along the triple warmer meridian in the human body, we begin to experience tremendous emotional buildup. It's like this thing that just circulates through actually three chambers of the body, the head, the heart, and the gut. And so for those of us that have unexpressed, deeply polarized emotions, whether it be trauma, whether it be just, you know, empathic stuff that we would picked up. The triple warmer has a whole new role as an energetic structure in the body because it just recirculates trapped emotions in the body. It will go to the head, the heart, the gut over and over again. So people can start working with opening up the triple warmer, the triple heater. And also one of the ways we'll do that is just by speaking, talking, like voicing things. And some of us will just need to do it Incessantly. The reason why we do that right now is also because of the gallbladder meridian, which is right next to the triple warmer, and it does this weird circuit all over the side of your head. Um, the reason why that's important is because for many of us right now that are activating, you know, intuitive abilities, um, we are holding all sorts of data, all kinds of experiences. People have heard me say this many times recently, but how will you know what it is? It's what you're thinking of when you're standing in the shower. And you're just like looping through this stuff, and you're like, oh man, I would say it differently this time, and you know, the, you know, you're like, you're playing through all those weird scenes, or you're laying in bed, and you're like still going into 2015, and you're like playing that. That's the stuff that is lodged in those pathways, and so what, what we are discovering is that those are the elements or the areas that we can start to work with to release the emotional reactivity. Where For those that are able to not react and notice an energetic stimulus coming in, that's when we are able to then make use of our skills or whatever the senses are and begin to perceive like, what is this energy? Is it mine? Is it theirs? Um, Anyway, I hope some of that makes sense. I feel like I'm just going on and on with you.
0: No, absolutely. Because if you're emotionally clear in your field through neutrality, then you're able to pick up on the more subtle, more sensitive energies that are trying to communicate to you from higher, um, higher densities. Uh, like, you know, that, because from what I understand that the densities are levels of awareness. So if you want to be picking up information, say from the seventh dimension or the 12th dimension or whatever, you know, while, wherever you're extracting your, um, your information from emotionally, you do need to be in a state of neutrality and. But there's also something there about the heightened energy of the polarization that also facilitates it faster for those of us who can avoid it. It's interesting.
1: No, totally. It works both positively and negatively. Um, one, of the, one of the ways I think we can make use of the enhanced connectivity of the heart chakra and also the one up above it known as the thymic or high heart chakra is we can literally send kind of, this is a weird term for some people, heart-based text messages. And I want to give credit to Sean Bond, wherever you are for that phrase, but um, heart-based text messages for a lot of us, that's a very weird term, right? Some people are gonna be like, what are you talking about, man? But it is that moment when you hold this really intense, really deep emotional idea or feeling about a person, and then you, and you allow that energy to flow through you, whatever wherever you are, whether it be positive or negative, we are at the stage in which we are going to feel it. Here's the thing. They might not be cognizantly aware of it, but the human body is still going to receive the energy. And so Those of us that are aware of that energy are starting to feel other people on crazy levels. And so it goes both positively and negatively, but you can, you can literally contact other people using your emotions at this stage. And some people will hear that and be like, what? But it is literally true. And I guarantee you, you are already doing it. You start thinking of somebody or have a really deep emotion about them and they're going to show up. Most often it shows up on social media first because that's the one of the, unfortunately one of the most accessible areas of the like, digital layer in the brain. That's why the AI that's working with social media is able to pull stuff right out of your head and put it on your phone. And so you're going to see that person or the people that you're interfacing with energetically are going to start showing up. They're going to show up in weird ways. And some of them are going to know and they're going to end up contacting you Um, it's a very, very interesting thing. And I I guess the reason why I'm going on and on about this is because other people are going to experience this on a much greater level.
0: No, I already, I already am. I already am. And so let's talk about it. Nicole Jane (laughs) says, Oh, I love that heart-based text message. Yeah, girl. So do I. Um, so (laughs) here's the, here's the really interesting thing, because when you and I were doing my healing last week, we were working on the thymus Um, chakra, like that upper heart chakra. And there was some energy that needed to be released there uh, through something that I was going through. And literally a couple days later, after that happened, I had um, a friend text me and she's like, you just flashed before my eyes. And I said, really? I go, what for? And I go, what was it about? She goes, your eyes were smiling and it felt like your upper heart chakra was activating. And I'm like, whoa! This is so interesting. And then what's also really cool, which I'll, my close friends are going to know about this because I've spoken to them at length, that there is someone who is definitely picking up on the heart, um, the heart text messages, those heart-based text messages, and it's transpiring into, um, physical communication. So it's, 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 it's definitely happening. I'm feeling it. I know. Yeah, that's, yeah.
1: That's, that's really cool to hear. Thank you for that's That's a very interesting confirmation of a lot of the stuff that I've been working with, not necessarily in your case specifically, but every day over and over and over again, when we clear energy away from key areas in the body, pericardium, heart, lungs, and also the thymic chakra, those of you guys that are watching sometimes as soon as I talk about it we get a weird lump in the base of our throat or the top of our chest and so some people will feel that others won't but this is one of the areas in which as soon as you will clear energy from this it's like a microphone or a magnet which is a weird idea but it will be pulling in other people's emotional energy you'll find that you will walk into a room or encounter people and you'll get a way stronger vibe For some people it gets very overwhelming which can be good and or bad in other cases you will begin to pull in people's emotions for those that aren't shielded or don't have you know uh their energy centers or just you know themselves under control they'll begin to draw energy into the pericardium and you will even find yourself you will have that person in your head later or you'll be saying the phrases or you'll pick up pieces of other people's conversation and you'll find yourself using them later A lot of it has to do with the interesting absorbency of the high heart chakra um, and just other areas of the body. It's really, really wild. I'm kind of a weird, like energetic anatomy nerd. I'm starting to realize, so (laughs) sorry to go.
0: No, well, one, I'm a total anatomy nerd myself. I I love, I love anatomy. And from what I've seen in the comments, people are loving it. So (laughs) geek on. (laughs) um and greg says he's going to practice the heart-based text messaging tomorrow yeah i think that's a really cool thing to practice with
1: he's he's summon as much emotion as you can it really is based and you know here here's the thing i'm saying this in 2020 you know and it's like we're at the we're just getting our foot in the door of fourth density and we're like yeah just send you know this way the reality is and this is one of the things we teach in the school that i've created is that it's different for every single person. Some of us will be able to muster this deep well of emotion and instantly send that to another person and they will have instant success. Other people, we may have to work through certain barriers or certain sort of elements in the body. One of the things that I'm teaching right now, one of the things we are teaching in the school of multidimensional intuition is how to figure out what is your specific frequency? What is your you know, specific ability? It's it, so I would say, yes, please do practice with that. But notice that each and every one of us is going to already have our own specific next indicated sense that's available. And for some of us, it's like a telepathic thing. Some of us, it's psychic sight right now. Some of us, it is, it is the clear cognizance. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, absolutely real. So sorry to cut you off. You
0: were going to say something. No, 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 no. And Well, here's the interesting thing because I had Andrew Bartzis on last week and he was talking about how we were talking about the underwater civilizations and how they have their own social media, um, like a communication system, but without like the big dopamine, um, release that we are all addicted to through our social media interactions. Okay. And it's interesting because what you're talking about to me sounds like a, um, like a basic kindergarten level of what they're doing on like the underwater civilizations that they've mastered. So their networking system, their social media system of heart frequency interactions. Um, what you're suggesting through this heart-based text messaging to me sounds like we're pulling in that kind of system into the um, above-ground uh, civilization. Well, I
1: hope so. Did he say what that civilization was called by chance? I'm just curious.
0: Well, there, he said there was hundreds of uh, underwater civilizations. So um, they're all different uh, ones communicating with one another. You know, he's like, so, for for basic reasons, yeah, yeah. Very
1: interesting. So. Andrew Bartz is a really cool person. I'm so glad you had him on your show. I love hearing like, like the density of the stuff that he has access to, it's wild. I um, know. A, the reason why that's that's kind of odd is because I I have remote viewed oh god we're just gonna get really weird for just a quick second I have remote viewed what I believe to be bases or massive structures deep in the ocean that are actually made of organic material. Uh, we would go so far as to say one of them appeared to be made of something that was the material of an actual starfish. It was like an organic structure that we were or that myself was uh, finding on the. Somewhere down in the ocean, um, it is. I've found it over and over and over again. I don't know if they're if they're like military installations, if they're ET bases, if they have something to do with underwater civilizations. But I believe they're accessible by a lot of us. Like if I'm able to find those just in my own journeys, I believe other people are. But they're 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 actually or organic structures. Um, very very interesting. Anyway, not to go on a weird rant. I was hoping he had more info about.
0: Well, he was just talking about um, how the they use the water, the programmable water, uh, and the different kind of rocks and crystals below the surface to assist them in their intuitive interactions and abilities to have these highly intuitive experiences on this planet that um, are less likely to happen above ground because of the dark control system that runs the um, above ground uh, here. So... Somehow but I think that's, that's really cool so you're seeing like starfish <laughs> material on these bases um,
1: that's the best way that so I would you be able can... to describe it that's why it sounds kind of cheesy where I'm like okay I guess I'm going to mention this weird thing but it shows up so much that I think it's one of those things that people are are you know maybe in the distant future they're going to be discovering or maybe it's just something that gets shown to Matthew or who knows uh, my wife's also found them she was actually the person that made me aware of them which was even weirder um, it's something that we both viewed like collectively in a strange sense other people have also found those um but who knows who knows what it is just like a point of reference for me understanding like the weird stuff out there i believe there's also a bunch of new structures on the back of the moon which is always a crazy thing to talk about because everybody wants to like remote view the moon but it's incredibly accessible i think as well i think that you know for a lot of us that's also one of the most available skills but it's also one of the most distorted in the body the ability to psychically view another point in space or time because i believe that's the one that's also going to be under the most programming and like a lot of us will sort of instantly try to you know view an object or a location or thing and we'll instantly get pertinent information within a fraction of a second it will be downloaded into the body but what happens is we instantly it's like we open up an envelope and we're like oh this is this is this and that's that and we instantly distort it and so um when it comes to that stuff that's why i try to ask and i'm like "Huh, i wonder what this is has anyone else heard of this because i try not to make any real hard and fast like conclusions about stuff but Well,
0: um, Andrew's coming back on the show um, in a a month or so so, uh, because he had such a great time. I'm going to totally ask him about that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, because like I wonder, are they military installations? Are they ET installations? Are they, you know, just whatever. But it does appear, I would even go so far as to say there's a network of them around the islands of Hawaii. I'd say there's a network of them around the islands of Cuba there's a network of them around something that in my opinion looked like uh, this is where I could be totally wrong Iceland or in the Northern Hemisphere. Um, but I believe they're. and as I'm saying this, well, it's wild. As I'm saying this, I'm being told they're probably extraterrestrial installations. Um, but I think they have something to do with the aquatic races. Um, mm. and they're, they're almost like bubbles that will exist on the, on the floor of the ocean. It's like a bubble that will be down there, but I I believe that if if one were to physically encounter it it would be literally like a creature like this sort of gelatinous almost like a um like a starfish almost anyway so, oh, so <laughs> that's a strange one yeah.
0: yeah Ooh, i love where this just went
1: <laughs> i had no idea we were going there
0: yeah no neither did i so interesting and i find you know like There's so much still to be discovered on this planet, you know, let alone way out in the galaxy of this universe and universes beyond. I just think that there's so much fascinating things um, still to discover here that would blow all of our minds. Um, It's, it's wild. So really quickly before um, we end the show here, for those of um, those watching right now who are interested in, strengthening their remote viewing skills what are some of the techniques that you suggest like like one or two that really help kind of bridge the gap
1: for remote viewing specifically or just for intuitive ability
0: remote viewing
1: well that's because it's been time. people
0: were just talking about it in the no, chat No, thank so. you
1: thank you thank you um i've actually i'm in the process of creating a remote viewing protocol that my hope is will be teachable around the beginning of 2021 it was one of the first skills that I sort of just organically unpacked for me what's weird is I tested it with somebody on Facebook somebody in a Facebook group was like I want to do a remote viewing experiment and I was like okay I'll do it I want to do it and I just instantly was like okay here's your room here's a bookcase here's a bed boom 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 and it was a weird thing that taught me instantly okay something's happening there um, and so I, I would say one of the first things that really helped me, which is always a cheap answer, was a really, really deep and just a, a dedicated heavy metal and parasite detox regimen in which you really not only clear the just the energy from around the sides of the head, there's a bunch of things you can take, everyone's an expert, but um, just really opening that up for me started to help me make use of noise, and like all or just help me avoid all this weird noise and make use of all these other sort of visual signals and things that were popping in so i would say detox is one of the first and most overlooked things that we could do secondly this is also the answer that no one really likes deal or start working with our emotional triggers and our sort of biases those those signals that you get upon looking at another person and you instantly get this sort of vibe or this feeling about them, a lot of us have to begin working with that initial input signal because that's a really huge blockage for intuitive ability, whether it be you know, remote viewing, whether it be other types of interfacing, we have to break through this one initial barrier for a lot of us. And the reason why it gets complicated is because that initial barrier is different for each and every person. However, when it does come to um, remote viewing, I believe on a collective level, we are about to experience a huge activation of that ability and tying it all the way back to the very thing you and I first talked about, these new chakras, well, not new, they're already existing portal chakras that begin to activate around the sides of the human body. The reason why these are important, I think, for psychic sight is because they interface directly with... The third eye, and the third eye, for those of you guys who don't know, is a multi-part energy center. It's not just this. It's also a place in the back, a place at the top, a point at the roof of your mouth called the talu chakra. And not only that, it is also a place in the back of your head that some people in the world call the bindu chakra. And so the third eye is a combination. It's like a literal device that exists in the human body to make it even crazier um, i i know we're going on and on but to make it even crazier if anyone wants to look at what the actual energetic layout of that is look at a diagram of the great pyramid it's going to give you an interesting download an interesting piece of coding is going to be downloaded into your body it's a very strange thing i'm uh, curious about hearing some people that actually do that but it's actual layout for you know uh, the chakra system in the human body so anyway i'll pause there i know i'm going on and on but, um, yeah.
0: Your craziness is welcome here, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> I think everyone's like, no, no, keep going, keep going. <laughs> right,
1: right. Well, yeah, we can. And we can also do that on another stage. Yeah, yeah, long, no, it's, it, that's
0: wild. And I, and I totally see the pyramid um, uh, parallel there. So that makes a lot of sense.
1: pineal. Um, so yeah. Uh, the pituitary. Even those, like the king's chamber is like, those are all openings on the human body. And there, there are certain stages in the year In which you have direct access in which you can activate and move those and so anyway yeah well that
0: this has been fascinating i have really um enjoyed having you on the show matthew and i know everyone in the chat has been really loving what you're putting down you've got some events coming up do you want to let the audience know what you've got coming up and where they can find you
1: absolutely first off the most I, i would say the most recent thing coming up is portal to ascension Um, There's a five-day summit that they're doing. I believe I will be appearing on uh, Thursday, October 1st. And so for those of you guys that are interested, please go to Portal to Ascension. You guys can register for free or buy donation. There's a tremendous amount of amazing people, far more interesting than myself going to be there. So I hope you guys will check it out. That's that's one. That's the most upcoming thing. Secondly, um, I have recently created, this is kind of a weird can of worms. I'm an actual multi-dimensional spiritual orders it is a group of ascending beings um travelers spiritual warriors wanderers mystics um it's called the blue flame collective um and it is a monthly group that meets it's part of the patreon thing that i do um but we just had our first meeting um of people literally all over the world i was blown away by the response of people that showed up for this i had no idea that it was going to happen but what it showed me is People are ready for monthly, multi-dimensional intuitive training, actual processes, and things that we can begin to do to open up our intuitive abilities and to clear the human energy complex. So uh, that's the blue flame. Uh, collective and so we meet every month the next meeting is october 17th and then finally the very last thing is um i have a really really cool class coming up it begins on october 25th and it is part of a series i'm beginning called the fourth density survival series in which what we're doing is learning how to clear key elements of the human energy system the meridians the chakras it's a series of classes that we're doing over the next year and so that starts on october 25th and you guys can check that out at rememberyourmission.com and so oh that's amazing
0: yeah derek said he's going to definitely check that out and i think Mm -hmm. a lot of you really should thank you so much matthew for um coming on the show um to everyone all of the links to get to matt's work and to find him on social media youtube facebook that's all in the um, description below and in the show notes for all of you listening to the audio podcasts on spotify and itunes thank you so much for all of your support everyone i love you so much thanks for joining me every week and um take good care of yourselves keep activating all of those energetic centers and, and strengthening your intuitive abilities and we will be back with you guys next week bye Thanks for listening and being such a supportive audience. All video episodes can now be found on my personal YouTube channel, Nicole Frolic. If you would like to further support the show, you can visit my merchandise shop or send any donations to the PayPal link in the description below. Remember, a mind is like a parachute. Unless it's open, it's useless. So keep joining me each week as I continue to expand the mind and explore life beyond this reality.